When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to episode two in season two of the Guitar Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jake Ross. Hi, Joe. Matt Knight. Nam. And Naomi McLeod. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yes, and of course, it is Believe in Music Week, which is... For some reason, what we're calling Nam 2021 this year, but uh, speak for yourself. I'm well, calling yes, it Nam. I don't know. It's very annoying. It's a very long name, and the hashtag Believe in Music has been used like a billion times before. It is, it is more difficult to find stuff, but surprisingly, despite the fact that it is a virtual event for the first time this year. There is a whole bunch of cool stuff that's being released, like more than I was expecting. Fine, not as much as we might expect from a normal NAM, but there's certainly some super cool releases. And we're going to try and talk about some of our favourite ones from that list. I mean, you say that, but I wonder if this is just the same thing as what has happened at other points during last year, where, you know, we're not there. We're not in and amongst mm-hmm. it. And Nam-ciety. it's just these things. Ex- well, yeah, I mean, exactly. But I, th- I think it's... We talked about it during Gear of the Year last year about how there was so much stuff that we felt like probably just passed us by because we didn't go to shows and we weren't going into shops. And I wonder if it's just the same thing, you know, there's because I mean, looking at this list you've put together, there's quite a lot of very cool stuff there. Yeah. And I I think there's, you know, just as much as we would normally talk about. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. There's certainly some absolutely fantastic things. I was sort of getting worried as as news started to be announced. You know, there was a, it was like all power supplies and pedal boards and, and clip-on tuners. And I was like, my goodness, is this, is this going to be... what is your problem? <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> but there have actually been some absolutely stonking releases. So I'm very excited about the things we're going to talk about. A Before we of- dive before we dive into everything just at the start of this podcast i'd like to uh, remind the listener that each month we'll be donating a portion of our profit to a new charity and for january uh, we're donating to help musicians.org.uk um, a uk charity um, that's supporting all of the musicians who are out of work mainly in the in the touring committee and putting uh, touring community and putting together an emergency fund for them to see them through this very tricky time. So you can check that out, dear listener, at helpmusicians.org.uk. 
Um, yes, that's uh, well, that's that's that bit done. But yes, we've got uh, we've got some. There's so much stuff to go through. But before we start on that, Matt Knight, you've been uh, you've been sanding down guitars this week. Uh, yeah, I got the hand sander. Um, and uh, basically, I, I don't know if you've ever used a Black & Decker Magic Mouse, which is their, no. their hand sander. After about half an hour, it's extremely painful. <laughs> it, it vibrates with such force that um, you can't actually use it for very long. That <laughs> sounds um, really good for musicians. Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully, I only play about two notes every ten bars, so, you know, oh, I can still, can still, you know, can still play the old ambient um but um yeah i so for a while i thought i love my beer baritone chapman but i'm like just i'm not into the look of it in some ways no, that's that sort, sort of, of like crimson satin, satin crimson to black burst it's very not you it's very modern metal yeah yeah and um and you know it sounds pretty good. It's got you know a hot rail style humbucker in a normal humbucker in it, and I was like, but it's not still. It's I you know really want a baritone. Love the generally love the sound of it. But I was like, nope, that's it. You know, lockdown three. I'm I'm going I'm going in. So I bought <laughs> I bought three different sandpaper grits and was like, which one takes the finish off quicker? What uh, made and then you I, choose to? Ha- have you done this before? Uh, no. Last time I took sandpaper to a guitar was the back of my SG for a little bit, um, and I just used some random sandpaper that I found. This was a pretty substantial job. uh, Yeah, uh, actually, it was was all right. I I did a bit of research, and by that I mean I googled what sandpaper to strip a guitar with once. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, it was just like, okay, right, these three grits, use the hand sander, and the whole finish came off, I would say, in a about 20 minutes wow um, okay, that's, that's not bad at all so Na- 20 naomi how did you sand your bronco are you gonna make me talk about this again because it's <laughs> kind of traumatic <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you really want me to say it again it yes. was it was a chisel um, <laughs> well, I, I guess it was. Um, I Listen, guess I've, I've I've admired many road worn Fender models over the years and been like, I wonder how they do that. And um, yeah, then fast forward to two a.m. in my kitchen, trying not to make noise, being angry that I didn't own a sander, being angry that I didn't have enough sandpaper. And um, yeah, there you go. My Bronco's Must have been very a, cool. Um, the end. <laughs> Probably quite a thick finish, though, I guess, isn't it? Because it would have been poly lacquer. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the which most is just like budget bulletproof. Poly. Yeah. So, so yeah, what, what... yeah, it came off like a horrible shell. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, what's the finish on the beer baritone then, It's Matt? pretty much just satin paint. Right. Right. Um, so I don't even know if it was necessarily really sealed. It probably was with a very, very thin coat of something. Um, but um, yeah, so the whole thing came off in about 20 minutes with a hand sander at 180 grit. Uh, then I went over the whole thing again in uh, 160. And then I went over the whole thing again in 120. Uh, and then I used quadruple O steel wire wool. And then, and then this was the, this was the part that I've, I have done before and it worked. Uh, wax, which uh, 
unfortunately, I did use beeswax, and I've I've oh, seen on the next show that you found some 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 vegan wax, mm. which you know yeah. I would have used if I had looked past Amazon. Um, and um, basically, you get that all over the finish, let it dry, and then you take the sandpaper um, kind of holder off the hand sander, just a microfiber cloth. And uh, you buff the entire thing with a, uh, a microfiber cloth and uh, and wax, and it comes out amazingly. Um, so now I have a natural finished flame topped beer baritone, uh, which I've just ordered a new uh, Sunbear humbucker. So I'm going one single humbucker uh, with uh, volume and kill switch. Um, because I had a Italia guitar that I did the same thing to once, and I missed that guitar Ooh. dearly. So I, uh, I thought, you know what? All I need is one humbucker and a kill switch. So you're gonna you can leave the cavity open in the neck. Yeah, yeah, right, it's fine. Yeah. It's like when I had the um, I had a custom shop Terry for a while, which I took the scratch plate off and the neck pickup out, and then just did the uh, the Esquire with the channel. And it looks wicked. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Um, Now, yeah, I guess everyone seems to have picked up stuff. I mean, moving, you know, speaking about wax. Yes, I did get hold of um, some Dr. Ice Axe Wax um, recently. Mr. Cool Ice. Yes. Yes. Mr. Cool Ice is what I was thinking of as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's very good. I got one of their little packs. They do because they do like a fretboard conditioner as well, and you can get a pack with a with a cloth, the fretboard uh, conditioner, and the axe wax, which is like a uh, a UV protective, moisture pre- protective, sweet candy scented vegan non beeswax formula, and it lasts for ages as well. You can use a very very small amount on on your guitar and uh, and coat it and seal the whole thing and make it very lovely. So I, I, I was very impressed with that, with the uh, with the Dr. Ice Axe Wax. What did you um, use it on then? Is that something you're using on like open poured finish guitars or, well, you, or what? You wouldn't have to, but yes, um, I have been uh, having spending a bit of time with the project of my Music Master bass, my 1977 Fender Music Master, which had been, um, it, it was black, but the person who'd owned it previously had filled in any knocks and there were there seemed to be quite a few i think it looked like someone had put a whole bunch of tape around it at one point and then when they'd taken it off the finish had all come off because you can see the the sort of the tracks of the tape and they filled in that with uh, with what must be black nail polish but it's quite drippy the nail polish as in it's it's dried with with drips know, with drips oh yeah. so it's kind of cool i really like how punk rock it is but i was like mm. i kind of want to take this down a bit maybe you know give it a bit more of a it can have a cool relict look so i was i was just sanding that out as best i i could again i was using a a fine sandpaper just by hand and then the the o o o o um wire wool to 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 finish it off and then yeah using the axe wax after uh, after that but i thoroughly recommend it i think it's really good stuff and on top of that just whilst we're talking about things i got and accessories i got a row d3 that's the expensive tuner right 
It's yeah, but like you just <laughs> you can, it's got like a whole display, like a color display. You like turn it on, and it's like, "Hello, Joe. What guitar are you playing? Or is it a mandolin or a ukulele?" But not a bass. We don't do bass. So you pick what you really? want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. There's a separate one for bass. Um, and so you pick the instrument that you want, and then you can like you can even save presets in there. So if I was like, "Oh yeah, I use this guitar in drop C," I can save that. And you know, save one in standard tuning, and then you can name them. So I could, I could have named that like my Harmony Juno, and then I can just select the Harmony Juno, and uh, you know, you place the, um, you place the Rody three onto each tuning peg, hit the note, and it will, uh, it will machine tune it to pitch. It's very good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's also a metronome. Um, <laughs> Does the? Um, I mean, it would it would want to be for that price. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does the? the so the thing spins, right? You put it up. You you hold mm-hmm. the. You've the, got to hold it. Yeah. You hold that, and then but then mm. the the bit that you put the machine head into that spins. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. that spins automatically. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Does it? Is that the metronome? Does that spin? Does it go like? Click, I've never used click, the metronome. Click. Let me try and I want, turn it. I wonder on. if that like that'd be cool if that. Let me just let me just turn it, it, it on. Do, it doesn't tune your guitar Hello, like Joe. metronomically. Hello, so it just goes in between standard tuning and a flat tuning at the tempo that you've desired. Oh, here we are. Standard. Oh no, I don't have a capo one. Uh, <laughs> Why would it matter? <laughs> Exit, please. Ah, here we are. Uh, add instrument. Edit instruments. This is how. This uh, is how. This is how the singularity happens. This is no. it. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I can't work it out. Joe's tuner is going to take over this podcast. Hold on, I've the got an instruction of the manual here. Skynet. Let me go through it. No, it, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure it's. You sure it does a what? Metronome. A, a metronome on there. I just, you know, I can't find it. But anyway, it's really good. I really like it. I like oh, gimmicky cool. things like that. Um, speaking of accessories, Naomi, you've picked up something new this week. I have something I. Not sure when it was released, but I was surprised I hadn't come across it on my travels. Um, I'm getting a Groove Gear Fump, which is the dampener cousin of the fret wrap that we are probably all quite familiar with by now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically it is a product that replaces the kind of foam or sponge trick that um, a lot of us bassists like to use to... quite literally kind of dampen and mute our notes to try and get that more upright um, sort of tone. Um, Yeah, and basically works almost like, uh, if you don't have a visual reference, almost like, I suppose, a hair slide. That's like... I was going to say, it defeats the the classic sock that you'll probably get, like most guitar players, like, yeah, we'll just use a sock or some old stinky hairband. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a far more sophisticated uh, solution. You, You put it on the frets, not on the bridge. Uh, no, so this is bridge side. So it, right. it sits on the strings close to your bridge and can wow. be mounted uh, from the top or from the bottom. I see. Um, but yeah, essentially it uh, removes or does away with the need to pan mute. And as someone who's been directly and indirectly attacked for my particular um, mute style in the past, I thought, excellent, this will ward <laughs> off the bullies. Um, you play flats though as well. I, yeah, I play both. So uh, that's why I'm really excited actually to kind of try this on um, on rounds because I use stainless steel as well. So, you know, they're not um, they're not the darkest of um, of round wounds either. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite curious to see what it'll 
if it'll be super, super thumpy and muted on the flats and a little less so on the rounds. Um, so I'll report back. Oh, but yeah. um, the demo I watched anyway was the player had some pretty bright rounds on there and um, popped on the thump and it went full Jamerson, basically. Awesome. So, um, yeah. I've, right. I've got to tell you, so we've got the Dr. Ice Axe Wax and the yeah. Grove Gear Thump. Yeah. I mean, yes, we have. you lot buy some utter nonsense, <laughs> didn't you? Like, Coming from what Mr. Is Accessory. Going on here? Honestly. <laughs> You love accessories, Jay. I do love accessories. I just like real ones, not made up ones, like Dr. Ice Axe Wax Listen, and the thump. My mind, <laughs> hey, my hey, mind is racing. My mind is racing trying to find a comeback because I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced the guitar world has done some pretty stupid names. Um, and I'm not going to go into the power supply that's contentious for it. Listen, name. okay, <laughs> that, is a, that is a battle that you're not going to win, I'm afraid, mate. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I, um, like, um, I like the fact they've really gone all out on their, I'm just on their website here, uh, on their fret wraps, um, because they're like, you can't just offer one fret wrap. Uh, because you know you, you've got to have some variation in there. So there's a Matt Heafy signature fret wrap, which is oh, yeah. amazing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, what have you got? Signature guitar, signature amp, nah, signature fret wrap, mate. Um, and they also do a World Flag series. Um, oh yeah. Unfortunately, they don't offer all the flags in the world. So um, you know, <laughs> my country of Cameroon is not uh, is not uh, mentioned here. You know, solid flag. Great football team on Super Soccer. <laughs> yeah, football team in real life. <laughs> um, in fact, I, I must admit, um, quite stupidly, they've done the World Flag series, and then they've you can select the different colours, um, but it won't tell you the country flag. So if you don't really know your flags, it just says red, white, and blue. I mean, is that France? Is that America? Is it the I, UK? Is, is it the it, UK? Yeah. Um, maybe they've maybe they've not paid the. Not paid right. the flag rights. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This really is like, it's like playing Pro Evo and you like end up playing as <laughs> you know, Manchester, Manchester Red rather because they've not paid the rights. Yeah, like does, assume... does Red, White and Blue no longer ship to the EU now? If it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got to be careful because otherwise it's just like extra, you know, extra time. I, I, um, I did see a thing today which was a picture of Captain America and it said, he hasn't got 50 stars on his chest so actually he's Captain Puerto Rico which I thought oh. was brilliant. <laughs> It's the same flag. It's that thing going around of all those people like doing the American, thinking what is the American flag as an emoji, but actually it's the Puerto Rican flag. Nice. I'm a I'm a fan of any any accessories brand, uh, a la Kaiser. That's you know super into kind of offering offering a a ton of finishes. In fact, uh, one of my uh, I received a nice birthday gift today, which was a surprise, which was a fret wrap three pack of uh, leopard print, tiger print, and uh, zebra print. So just fantastic. Keeping it nice and subtle. Depending on which area of the big cat. um, uh, uh, No, no, I've lost it. I've lost it. I thought that was going to be really smart and really funny, (laughs) but no, I've I've totally fallen over myself here. We should say it is Naomi's birthday and she is here hanging out on her birthday with us idiots instead of, I don't know, I assume you had like a big party down down your favourite really busy pub that you were going to go to today. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I've just fallen on a tough lockdown time, so I had to, yeah. had to uh, be nice to you guys. And stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, happy birthday. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, and I'm very glad to be here as well. I am pretty sure that I uh, absolutely took the week off when it was my birthday. <laughs> yeah, did you? Oh, you're one of those. It's my birthday. One of Every those. week is my birthday. 
<laughs> I think I might have worked an extra hour today as well. <laughs> I, thought, um, I, I thought I might be one of the, my, uh, and I'm guessing really actually probably the same for you, Naomi. It's like, you know, last year your birthday would have been pre pre-lockdown so yeah, you've been like yeah. oh, i'm one of the lucky ones i've avoided not having my exact, birthday yeah. in lockdown mine's in feb mine's in about yeah two three weeks so it's just like uh yes also gonna be that as well yeah I, I i totally had that effect and i mean I, I don't make like a big deal of birthdays or anything especially like um i mean i don't know if you guys have found this but like when you're kind of gigging regularly and getting used to that and like the last two years, or last few years, we were so, so busy with function gigs. Honestly, the thought of a night out for my birthday was just a bit like, <laughs> yeah, cool, like whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely after an entire year of of uh, of not gigging or or going out for drinks, I definitely was a bit like, oh, this time. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if you might you might have a similar effect, uh, Matt, because ours have taken so long to roll around. We're all deep in the drought now, I think, aren't we? Yeah think so it is the end times now before uh, before we start talking about the believe in music nam 2021 news um matt you, you we're, we're obviously we're planning this pedal uh build off you versus me making a pedal board and you've we're, we're collecting the things that we're going to put on our cool alder and ash pedal boards and you've absolutely done me today because you've picked <laughs> up one of this <laughs> you've managed to get a chase bliss automaton the cxm reverb the most expensive new pedal on the market i think it's the most expensive pedal i've ever owned potentially um yeah damn i mean they're yeah they're retailing at what 899 i think in the uk at the moment um so yeah massive shout out to 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 joel at chase bliss for for helping me source one um they were incredibly tricky to get hold of. I think they announced them in NAM last year and I think they only really started hitting the market maybe November. Do you know what um, serial number you have? Uh, I can't remember. 207? It's got a oh, 7 wow. in it. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'd seen a few demos. Not that many people had demoed it. I'm guessing because a lot of people that, you know, they, they hadn't actually given out any to many people actually reviewing them. So... There was uh, only a few demos out there and I plugged it in and it was, it is quite simply, flowing faders aside, it is quite simply the best reverb I've ever tried. As versatile Um, as the preamp is, you know, purely uh, versatility. Yes, I guess... Because a lot of people in, go instantly for the ambient, uh, you know, as did I, because it has infinite reverb time. Um, but it's it's got three algorithms, hall, plate, and uh, room. So there's no spring sound on it. So the, it's designed after, like, 80s rack units, basically, or right. 78, like, kind of the uh, tip, well, the iconic lexicon um, reverbs. And it's... Um, it's interesting because rather than a decay time, your EQ determines the decay time. So you've got bass, middle, and treble. And depending on how you set those, sets the decay of the reverb and the tone of the reflections. So you can lower the treble and the mid quite heavily and then crank the bass. And what you'll get is a quite a short reverb, but it's got this real like boomy bottom end decay to it. Um so really good for like tailoring some sort of really unique sounds. Um, and then, yeah, hooking up with an ES8 and just watching the faders go up and down is 
just ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's extremely yeah, cool. It, it's um, it's cool. It's got a couple of really nice features, like it's got a freeze mode on it um, over MIDI, so you can you can uh, well you can do two things. You could max everything out, um, you know, with an expression pedal and sweep between two sets of fader settings, um, or yeah, you can hit a button um, and it will lock the decay in wherever you set it. So even if you use a short reverb, you can lock in a really short like freeze almost it's not as like boomy um as others but yeah it's um it's amazing it really is amazing i think if they did a delay like an analog delay with similar features it would be hmm. it would be godlike i'm holding um, on for the ring mod yeah oh. yeah the, the th- um, thousand pound ring mod that's what i want yeah but yeah, i want the, it to be the clean the, boost I, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, I guess the Benson is a clean uh, is a clean boost, but it'll be interesting, Joe, because you'll have the Benson and I'll have the uh, mm, you'll have the, the uh, merits. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, let's uh, let's dive into some news, some Believe in Music news from Believe in Music Nam 2021. Let's start with Fender because Fender have brought an awful lot to the table and. Some of it's really, really good. In fact, pretty much all of it is absolutely fantastic. Jay, why don't you tell us about the Noventas? So these, I think, are potentially a very strong early contender for this gear of the year. This is gear of the year. Yeah, this is I, gear uh, of the year. I, I genuinely think so. I think I think this is there's going to need to be some real strong guitar releases to to come close to this, but. Um, I assume a lot of people probably would have seen these already, but it's worth just running over them uh, just to just to to give a quick heads up on them because they have been everywhere. And I mean, this even to the point where like um, my uh, someone who my girlfriend works with was like, he was like, uh, "Have have you seen these Noventas? These Fender Noventa guitars?" And like, she doesn't care. She just knows. You know, he he obviously knows that I'm involved in guitars and that. But um, yeah, she's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, fine. She came and spoke to me about the Noventas at lunch one day last week. And I was like, why are you talking about this? <laughs> oh, <there> you <laughs> like, but anyway, the um, the Noventa series is comprised of three models, Strat Tele and Jazzmaster. Um, and they all revolve around the Fender MP90 um, single coil pickup. Um, the Tele has got one of them. The Strat has got two of them. And the Jazzmaster has got, wait for it, you'll never believe it, guys, three of them. Um, so uh, th- I think these are kind of like the spiritual successor to like the Bahas. That's the way that I kind of view it in terms of what people will do with them and how kind of widespread we're going to see them. I mean, especially the Teddy. The Teddy for me is just like, yeah, the Teddy's it's obviously fantastic. The like, so it comes in three colours. You can have... The three uh, best colours on the Teddy. Yeah, Sunburst, Fiesta Red or Vintage Blonde. And I mean, the oh, Vintage Blonde, they, they look so like, um, they look like Cabernetas. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's really stripped back. Look. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got the, uh, the cut down bridge, the uh, half pit guard, simple controls, just volume and tone. Um, the Jazzmaster has got, I think it's got a five-way switch. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Maybe it does only have a three-way. No, it does have a five-way. Sorry, I just, uh, you had to wait while I read the internet for a sec there. <laughs> um, so that's really cool. I just I just think the whole series is fantastic. They're really affordable. Um, you know, they're all under a grand. 
I, I just think these are going to be massive. I think they're going to be so, so cool. And I'm really excited to see, um, you know, when gigs start happening again. I Honestly, I think they're going to be everywhere. I'm, I, I yeah. think these are wicked. For, for me, this is, the, this is the perfect blending of Fender between like Fender's normal sensibilities and the parallel universe. It's like they've managed to yeah. take them being sensible and making great guitars that people can play and them being crazy and trying weird stuff. And they've harnessed those two things together to make these brilliant guitars. I, I agree with you. I can see these being everywhere. They're the right yeah. price, the right finishes. P90s are very in vogue at the moment. I, I think yeah. this is a fantastic release. Yeah, they're the right amount of weird, aren't they? Because yeah. where Parallel Universe was was maybe a bit too far for a lot of kind of diehard classic fans, I think this kind of pulls it back a bit. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As well as that, since seeing the Mustang 90, I've wanted to see a similar setup in, in these models. And here we are. Yeah, completely, completely. I think I think it makes sense, and and like seeing as a whole as a whole range, I think is wicked as well. Because yeah. you know, if there had only been a strap, people like where would that have sat, or where would the yeah exactly um, the telly have sat, or whatever. But the other one that I think is is amazing and really worth looking out for is the Walnut Jazzmaster. I'm looking I, at that now. Oh, I haven't so seen a picture beautiful. of that yet. Oh, no. it's, it's there. You can see it on the Fender website, but it's. Oh yes, I mean, I'm looking it, at it's, it now. Yeah. It lo- like it's just this really mad kind of hybrid between uh like modern day uh kind of modern day like punk and like 70s uh worktop you know it's just yeah. like it, oh, it looks so cool it looks really really cool so do um jay in, in the mp90 do you know what sort of output it is i wondered if it was a kind of real high output p90 or whether it was going for something a little bit more I don't think it's supposed to be very high output. I think it is supposed to be vintage voiced, as it were, ah. but it's supposed to be quite articulate. Um, the overview I was reading about the pickup earlier was just that it's, you know, Fender refining the, you know, the P90. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know, actually. I mean, Matt, you would have seen them before because I think they are the pickups that were in, like, the modern players. Like, do right, you remember the okay, modern yeah, player yeah, yeah. Jazzmaster? Yeah. The one that was like, I mean, that really did look like it had been cut out of a sideboard from 1972. Um, 
I yeah, but um, I haven't I haven't played one of these, so I don't know for sure. It's, but um, um, it's got all the right specs, though. I mean, putting the compensated brass saddles on for the start yeah. from start, I think that things like that just. Oh, the, the, the telly is just well. like yeah. I, I. I mean, I've realised that I'm extremely boring when it comes to this sort of stuff. Anyway, but like, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? Look how I, I mean. I'm just looking at the blonde one now, and it's just like it's just it's amazing. It like it looks so good. You know, like the neck isn't massive, which some people will think is a bad thing. Um, but you know, I think that's great. I, I just think this is going to be such a hit. I'm I'm really excited yeah. about this this whole yeah. series. I must admit, tempted. Yeah. Tempted. They are going to be. They are going to be great. Now, another another brand who are bringing an awful lot of things to the table. Sorry, Jay. I know there's an awful lot of Fender no, stuff. No, 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 no. That's, of, that's I'll, all right. I'll mix it up between the brands. But another brand that have brought kind of a lot of things to the table. And one thing that again has sparked a lot of interest and been very exciting is PRS. Um, Matt Knight, why don't you talk about PRS's newest? Um, bolt-on-style signature model. Yes. So um, Nam seems to have been a lot of signature guitars uh, this year. And again, I don't know if it's just maybe because we're seeing it from the outside. You know, there's no physical event. We're noticing a lot more. Um, they actually did a, a run of virtual events up to uh, Nam, including some, some live streams with some artists. Uh, there was a limited edition Silver Sky in uh, their flip-flop kind of pearlescent finish, uh, which was, I think, limited to a 1,000 pieces, which is already sold out um, across the world, I believe. Um, and then the one thing that I saw this morning, uh, which I thought was very, very cool, is they have given a signature model to Mark Letiri. Um So Mark Letiri from Snarky Puppy, as well as some of his own solo stuff. Uh, for me, a player I've really only got into a couple of years ago, absolutely amazing, like, technical player you know from sort of jazz funk rock a bit of a bit of everything basically um and it's played a couple of sort of odd s style or you know s style guitars uh for quite some time um they have gone with the fiore which i think is italian for flower did i read that somewhere or did i make that up yeah. um which is basically a bolt-on. It's not an SE. It's um, just part of their sort of bolt-on range. It looks like a slightly different body shape, but I'm pretty sure it's probably the same as as others. Uh, HSS um, volume, volume and master tone, I think, and then a five-way um, switch. But very, very cool. I'm I'm into it in a sort of. I want to say grey, <laughs> um, but um, I don't know what they're actually... I think officially... it's white, but it's satin, isn't it? So it yeah, gives it like an, a satin, almost a grey look. Like a satin white. But um, yeah, basically... Oh, no, I, I'm just, just rereading here. The Fiore is, it is a completely new body shape. I was going to say it looked a bit strange. It's, it's slightly not offset, like... If it's a, a little bit more... S-like yeah. <laughs> in its body <laughs> style. Um, but... Um, yeah, so effectively, twenty-five inch, uh, twenty-five point five inch scale length. Um, yeah, HSS, um, and then they've just got. I think yeah, there are a couple of other color choices. I can't see it here on the on the press release, but um, yeah, kind of maple neck. I think that's just designed around him. So very much an all rounder. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to cover a lot of styles, a lot of different um, sounds and. Yes. That's it. This is just versatility and kind of in it being quite modern, like it being scratch plateless HSS. This is this is the more uh, this is their more modern version of the Silver Sky. 
this is their yes, straight yeah, up th- S style guitar. Yeah, and there's a couple of others um, in the range. They've, they've done the special semi hollow, uh, which is very cool. I'm always a fan of a, a hollow uh, semi hollow PRS. Um, but they've actually done an SE Custom 24 in some sort of pink. Uh, I don't know yeah. what the official color is, but it's a very vibrant flame topped pink. Um, looks extremely cool. So they've obviously been listening to the podcast going, need to get these guys into some some guitars so i'm gonna have to get some some pink ones out there um and i must admit i thought the silver sky in the in the two color luna looked very good it's like a purple purple blue mm. um so yeah some some very very cool releases but mark latiri I'm, I'm personally quite excited about i think that's a cool cool guitar and a great arts to go for yeah for sure they're actually reintroducing their kingfisher bass as well which is pretty cool see something from back from prs on the bass front because nice they had their... to talk about gear of the year then <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is this. I, I kind of think coming back to the Fure, it it seems like um, PRS are getting on board with this movement t- towards a simple modern player's guitar that we saw in the DK twenty four, that we saw in the Music Man Saber, um, that we saw yeah. in the Ibanez AZs. Uh, yeah, it's, abs- it's that sort of minimal modern look and approach. They're kind of versatile. You know, going for that super versatile, versatile guitar, isn't it? Something that sort of does have a sound of its own, but at the same time, you can really, you know, you can shape it. You're kind of in the same way that the Valentine is. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I sound like James Valentine from Maroon 5. It's just a really well-designed guitar that will just, you can sculpt into your own thing. It just so happens that someone, another artist had the hand in uh, in building it and uh, just quickly on the on the colors here basically a sort of satin red you can see the uh, swamp ash through black iris and sugar moon uh, mm. which i think sugar moon's a great name for a color yeah um, yeah it is yes very very cool very very, very cool. cool yeah i think those will we'll see some impact from those this year i think prs are gonna have another yeah, absolutely. big year now another brand that's been this always is a favourite of the podcast, always getting into our gear of the years quite consistently is uh, Ernie Ball Music Man, and whilst I guess we haven't seen like a um, a huge Music Man announcement, there's been something very cool from their vault, and there's also something very cool on uh, from their sub brand Sterling as well. So let's let's start with uh, Naomi and the. Ernie Ball Music Man Vault release. Yes, indeed. So they've done a vault release of 20 short scale uh, stingrays. So it's five uh, five units across four models, um, uh, one of which is neon pink, Joe. You'll be, absolutely. be glad to know. Absolutely outstanding. Yeah, it's some stellar stuff. Um, and additionally, one of, uh, or something I think, uh, they're particularly good at is sparkle finish so they've done a blue magic kind of a deep turquoise sort of sparkle as well um yeah i mean five per color that is mega 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 limited and i think even as we started recording some of these might have might have dwindled i could be wrong almost definitely I feel like on one of them, I just watched the the number of pink models go down. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, only two left as we're podcasting on the pink ones. Yeah, so um, who have you planted and where, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's only the pink ones have sold, and the uh, micro prism finish ones have sold, which are the yeah, a, a baked baked maple on the prism, and then the pink one with its normal maple neck. 
Yeah, super cool. Not not incredibly expensive for the Vault series either. No, they're not. They are at is it two about two three I think. Um, yeah. Pricing on those, so yeah, not absolute bank breakers, but um, yeah, I'm personally a fan of the short scale Stingray. Um, I'm a fan of short scales anyway, so I'll, I'll welcome most most additions to the family of classic models, obviously. But um, yeah. I mean, what what do you think, Joe? Have you have you played a short scale Stingray? I'd never have. No, like it's it's something that I think was kind of announced for the first time, like last year. And I guess yeah. because mm-hmm. we've been so less able to get into shops and there've been no events, they haven't really had the chance to to do that. I, I should actually get in contact with Music Man and try and get one sent across to us. T- two. Two <laughs> sent across to us. Yeah. I, I don't know if the bodies are smaller as well as the neck. It, cause, it's, cause it that's, looks, that's what I actually was going to ask you. It's hard to It looks sort of hard in proportion, doesn't it? The, mm. the whole thing. So it looks like maybe mm-hmm. they've cut down the body, which would be a shame for me. I, I kind of like the stumpiness of a short scale rather than the whole thing looking shrunk. Like I've got, yeah. a, like I've got a short scale jazz bass here, but the whole thing's shrunk. And I'm like, oh, I kind of just wish it had a short neck. You know that would yeah. be. It, with, yeah, with the, yeah. I like the big, heavy body of a of a jazz bass as I do with the Stingray. But um, I was um, I was going to say while we're on the subject of of uh, basses, I was just having a look because yeah, there's only two left. They are a US online exclusive only, so you can only get them from the Vault on the Ernie Ball website. Um, but I've just noticed here that I just went on. And I was like, what else is new for? T- 2021 i know there was a couple bits we were going to talk about um but the stingray special they have introduced eight new colors including amethyst sparkle which is basically oh yeah what color is uh, that then it's uh it's a very very fetching purple um oh. with a with a white scratch plate like a person white scratch plate um i think that looks wicked I, i'm into that um amethyst sparkle black snowy night raspberry burst smoked chrome speed blue Burnt Ooh. ends and Ooh. forest green. Burnt oh, yes. Wow. And what are we having for dessert? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after your burnt ends and a bit of speed, maybe you do need to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and they've repeated the same um, in the um, Stingray 5 as well. Same colours. Mm. Yeah. Very, yeah. very the- cool indeed. I really like the vault. I don't spend enough time on the Music Man vault because it's not... I, I hadn't at all either. Yeah, it's a very cool place to hang out if you have a few dollars. In, yeah, in the there is, it, they're, not, they're certainly not cheap guitars, but they're not Ball Family Reserve prices. You know, they're, they're yeah, about true. the same as a normal music man but you get some really interesting stuff i'm looking at the bases at the moment obviously they've still got the ernie ball joe dart which was that simple kind of Mm -hmm. ash body with the master volume and a passive eight pole pickup um and that's you know that's two three which isn't bad you get yourself a fretless six string bongo with two humbuckers in dorado green i'm sure that'll be there for a while but, uh, Six string uh, fretless bass magazine. Get it while <laughs> yeah. it lasts. I literally was about to say, do you mean to tell me you haven't added that to your card? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I did go through a brief bongo phase. Uh, oh no, you did recently. Did yeah, oh, I, 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 I'm backing out of it. I'm, I'm, I, I think Good. it's it's not the right move. <laughs> but you know, one day, one day, I'll, I'll, I'll get there eventually. 
Now, uh, Music Man's sub-brand Sterling have actually done something which I think might be the most exciting thing from um, Believe in Music Nam 2021, uh, alongside the Noventa announcement from uh, Fender. Matt, why don't you talk about my favourite artist in the entire world? Yes, let's talk about Omar Rodriguez Lopez and the Mariposa. Um was ranked really highly in our gear of the year uh, last year. Uh, no, no, year no, before. Year, year before. before. And um, yeah, they had, and I, you know, we've talked about Music Man a lot uh, over the last sort of like four years or so. And it was an absolutely cracking guitar. And I remember when we spoke about um, the James Valentine Sterling, we said how good it was. And I think the quote was, from me that they've made a mistake because this guitar is too good for the price and almost why would you buy the um why would you buy the full american one and they've basically made the same mistake again by offering <laughs> the mariposa in a uh, in a sterling and um i think this is amazing i think yeah they in their full um basically the same guitar although i think did the I'm trying to remember here. I, I can't flip between the pages. I just closed it. But the what? American ones, did they have a trem? Were they hardtail? They did have a trem, yeah. They did have a trem, yeah. So these Very are, unusual for Omar. I've never, ever seen him use a trem ever. <laughs> yeah. So, but. Um, so uh, this is, yeah, basically the Sterling vo- version of the Mariposa. Effectively, exactly the same spec. Obviously, a few different things. Neckwood is just roasted maple, not the full uh, roasted flame maple. Um, same configuration, so two humbuckers with two volumes, no tone. Um, pit guard's obviously slightly more dialed back. Um, it's just a plain pit guard. And however, the one disappointing thing is it only comes in Dorado green or Imperial white. So no... Um, no, Pueblo Pink or whatever Pueblo it was Pink. called. Yes, it was. Um, but if these are six nine nine, and they're as good as that James Valentine Sterling, I think I'm gonna have to buy one of these. I think this might have to be my guitar purchase of the year. I loved the Mariposa. I thought it was such a great guitar, um, and I'm sort of missing a two humbucker guitar in 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 my life. Um, and I think this might be it. This this I for me that, could I think be. It looks, it looks so good. It, it does. Yeah, like, it it does. really, really does look good. And, you, you know, you, we talked about it before. The, the like, that Valentine is just, it's fantastic yeah. for, the, for the money. And if they've, if they've been, and, and actually, Matty, I mean, this, the, the, like, I've only seen the press release, but it's saying that it's $549. Yeah. So it might yeah. not even be as much as £699. So. Yeah. I, I, I think this is, this might be the one. This might, it might, might have to do it. It does, look, do it, it does look very cool. Yeah, it's sick looking. I'm uh, instantly interested in that. I can't believe how early, we, like, I, I mean, I know it is it's obviously NAM week, but I kind of feel like we've got some really strong gear of the year contenders straight mm-hmm. off the bat for 2021. You know, that you know, green is really interesting as well. The it's Dorado like kind of green. A, yeah. yeah, I've not seen anything like that before. It's kind of like a dark turquoise i guess maybe like mm. it really feels like look at that one in particular i mean it really feels like something out of the jetsons or or something like that that kind of like super future retro yeah um, i feel like reverend have done some finishes not far off they absolutely have yeah i remember yeah. That, i think I've, I've, i have a feeling like that dub king bass was available yeah. in something similar i think yeah it's a yeah, like you say, Jay. It's like it's a palette I'm really into, and I feel like we're not seeing quite enough of um, of that tone. Yeah, um, dirty does, pastel colours. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Or like, yeah. I, I don't know. My brain always labels them as like autumnal, even though blue isn't autumnal. Yeah. But that's sort of like, yeah, dark, muted. Can I ask, does anyone uh, have any experience with the body wood? I was literally about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah I, I googled it as night, well. I've got no night idea. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking on the Wood database, the home yeah. of. Uh, <laughs> wood, it's, it's is good is to that know. a bit like Wood Facebook? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to know that NATO has an elastic modulus of one million nine hundred thirty-nine thousand pounds per square inch. Um, you know, wow. I think. That's... Oh, really? Is it? Is it that much? <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, I mean, this. Oh, oh my God! The Wood database also has a book. Uh, <laughs> I've bought you the book on wood. Um, that, yeah, that, so that's wait, so ironic. But anyway, what, what is the body wood? Um, Niato. Oh, yeah, Niato or Niato. Niato. Yeah, yeah. Niato. The um, North Atlantic it's... Treaty Organization. Yeah. Yes. Well, that yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. That that got me too. You know, if you're uh, using it, I've... because it's reported to give off a sour smell when being worked on. Oh, wow. mm. oh dear! Don't we all? It, it's it's going to hate gigs. Yeah, <laughs> I assume once um, it's oh, treated, great. the Mariposa is going to be stinky. Oh, oh um, I don't know. because I, I think was the full Music Man one was Akume, right? Yeah, that's yes. Right. That's was it Akume or was it Mahogany? It was Akume. Is it, Akume yeah. is oh, well, I will get in trouble for this, but Akume, my understanding is Akume is like a, a stent for like. Wood noobs like us, yeah. Akume is ostensibly a type of mahogany. Though, right. please feel free to write to Joe Branton with your complaints about my comment <laughs> there. To all the, the, the have have Joe Branton on your Wood Nerds podcast if you want to complain about me talking about how, <laughs> how it's the same. But uh, yeah, I, I think ostensibly it's the same thing. But um, um, very cool. Um, one dealer in the UK is listing these at six eight nine currently. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but still, I think. I think it's going to be a great guitar. I think it's going to play great. I think it's going to sound great. And I want one. Yeah, very, very cool indeed. Now, um, kind of, uh, yeah, I guess in, in the same sort of tact as, as all these brands releasing these lovely kind of modern adaptations of guitars and following on from their incredible success, you know, both globally and in the Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year podcast over the last three years, Ibanez and their AZ series has been extended again now with a new model, the AZS, which if, you know, the AZ was their um, their S-style, S-style guitar, then the AZS is their T-style guitar. Ibanez stepping into the single cut world with a kind of a modern come classic adaptation of it. And Certainly, there are there are there are four different options within the AZS Prestige model. One of them is comes is scratch plated. Uh, the rest of them are scratch plateless and all come with trems. Very unusual for a T style guitar. But the scratch plated one comes with a in a lovely sunburst. I think there's another color as well. I think there's a blue available in it. I can't remember. Yeah, until I... it just looking at it there. It. It's the one that is without trem, actually. That's yeah. It was, did I say it the wrong way around? Yeah. So no, you I just said the, that they all had trems. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So all except for the one with the scratch plate has trems. The uh, uh, the one with the scratch plate comes in a very gorgeous tri fade burst and also available in a Prussian blue metallic, um, which is a very Pelamy uh, sort of color. With oh yeah, that looks nice. Really actually. nice. Really nice. Yeah, the, in both those both those finishes look nice. Yeah, roasted neck and board, 
kind of a gold andonized style plate, but I don't think it's actual gold andonized. I think it's a finish on the andonized and and what, what anodized. Anodized. anodized anodized. I yeah. always do that. That's uh, what's the what's the other? Yeah, it's, it's when I, I I keep saying ethereal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Um, but yeah, really cool. They've kind of they've taken that uh, T style control plate where you get the the volume, the tone, and the pickup selector, and they've sort of curled it so that it's it's kind of more in line with the body shape rather than just sort of a straight thing slapped in the in in the middle of the body. A mini humbucker in the neck. Is it Seymour yeah, Duncan? It's, uh, yeah, it's a Seymour yeah. Duncan Magic Touch Mini, oh. uh, which I, I've not heard of. But very, very interesting wiring. has something called the, they've called the Alter Switch. Um, so it's a three-way pickup selector that goes between full humbucker, uh, split humbucker with the bridge, and then just the bridge. And then you can then also have neck humbucker, neck humbucker with the single coil in parallel, and then you can have the middle or half of the neck and the bridge in series. Wow. So I think what they're going wow. for is, is the um, they're going for, as they've put here, uh, the classic twang uh, that this style of guitar is known for. Um, so I, I get a feeling. Interestingly, I think the kind of players and one of the signature models, which we might touch on in a minute, a lot of these people have been playing like Sirs, and obviously John Sir came from Fender. Um, so I think they've probably tried to go for that sort of vibe um, on some of these. But very, I, I mean, I'm in the black one. I think is amazing. Do you know what price these are? Just quick. I don't. They're Japanese-made prestiges, so I'm guessing two grand. Hmm. The the one for me is the the one without the the trim. Like, mm. I think that looks. I think that looks the best. Um, yeah, I agree. That's my I agree. It's really cool. Really cool. Interested to see how these do. The sort of impact that this has on, I guess, players looking for something that maybe has a bit more of a classic look, but still has all those modern sensibilities. Um, I really cool. Yeah, I think uh, I'll just have a look here. Uh, listing in the UK at the moment, 1899, made in Japan. Um, and then right below it, we think you might also like this Sir guitar. <laughs> um, so, they know what's up. So they, they sort of uh, they sort of know. And 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 again, I think you know, Ibanez is a smart move. You know, they've it's a new range of players doing different things you know i think it's great again that they're they're going for a, a wider more diverse range of um signature artists um as well obviously we had a vet young as well taking in sort of like a different body shape and then this year also uh larry basilo um her signature the lb1 which comes in a rather fashionable purple um it's a very with, cool color yes which is very very cool again you know uh, hss style I, I guess you would say um but yeah and I, as i said right at the beginning loads of artist stuff josh smith surprisingly um blues guitar whiz has had a signature and john gom um sort of like one of the leading um sort of finger style acoustic players who's Where had a signature a, uh, a signature loud in for ages has suddenly come out with a signature um ibanez so wow there we go Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. Exciting stuff from Ibanez. Maybe a slightly muted year last year for them. So 
Yeah, yeah, the only thing I remember from last year was the pier, which was the Steve Vai. Hmm. Um, and as someone who's a fan of Steve Vai recently, I've got to say, his lockdown look is wicked. He's cut all his hair and grown a massive beard. And he's, he? he's, he? <laughs> yeah. So he, had, um, he had seriously cool hair, didn't he? Yeah, he's uh, and now he's just like I'm. Just like yeah, I'm just I'm into it. He's like it's like vintage Vi, um, you know, sort of <laughs> sort of going into his his old age. But yeah, it's um, I think it's wicked. They've they've you know for a company that especially while well, me and 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 Jay and Jay obviously when we knew each other working in a dealer, Hypernes were all just about RGs. An S series, and it's like, have you got that other one they make that Joe Satriani plays? And uh, it's just so not that anymore. It's it's wicked. It's so much more modern and a brand that you know I can I can certainly feel a little bit more passionate about. Apart yeah. from maybe the names, the really really. I mean, I honestly, the the Josh Smith signature is the flat V one. I'm like, what? <laughs> How would you even know that was his signature? So such a bizarre model name. The flat V one, yeah, yeah. They've never really got their names down, have they? No. But uh, oh well. No. Well, um, moving on. Let's let's talk about something that's that's not a guitar. Let's talk about Jay's favourite thing in the entire world: accessories, specifically a Fender accessory. Fender stepping into the world of power supplies. I tell you what. I mean, I know. Like, so soon as this got announced, pe- people were tagging me in the Facebook group constantly. Just being like, here we go, another round. Of, here we go, another gear of the year where it's a power supply. Blah blah blah. I, in all seriousness, these are so so cool, and I'm really really excited to be able to talk about them. So Fender have released three new power supplies um, for your pedal board. There's uh, a five out. They're, so they're called the Engine Room. They are um, essentially. The same spec, but there's a five output, an eight output, and a twelve output. Um, the they all can offer up to five hundred milliamps of isolated output, fully isolated outputs, five hundred milliamps per output. So you could run like twelve timelines if you wanted to. Yes, off, off of one of these, and it would it would handle it without any trouble whatsoever. Um, the eight and the twelve both have got um, two outputs, which you can switch between nine, twelve, and eighteen volts, and they've both got USB A and USB C out. So you know you can charge your phone. I mean, even if you don't want to, even if you don't want to plug your pedals in, you can just charge your phone. I mean, how cool is that? Just fantastic. Just have that up on your desk, charging your phone. You don't obviously you don't want to plug your phone straight into your computer. That's how, you know, that's how the 5G gets you. But if you plug it in through your power supply, <laughs> because it's isolated, you're completely safe. Um, but no, in I, all seriousness, I think... Sorry, go on, Naomi. I was just going to say, my thought straight away with that was uh, was powering, like, MIDI keyboards. Like, there's quite a lot of USB-powered, um, you know, kind of smaller oh, modules and stuff out there. So is this going to is this gonna open up that world in terms of not having... Or in terms of having less in the gig bag with you? Completely, no. I think it's. I think it's a really good point. And in all yeah. seriousness, I think it's just. Um, I think it's kind of future proofing these a little bit. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of USB powered stuff coming out over the over the coming you know months and years. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, I, I I I think they look great. They're in like a kind of brush. It's like a low profile brushed uh, grey chrome. Um, they're going to fit under, you know, basically any board. They come with loads of different um, cables, 
and um i just i just think they're absolutely banging i just the the fact that it's you know fully isolated they're all 500 milliamp outputs um the 8 and the 12 i think have both got a uh, auxiliary output so you could you could like power another one off of one of them so you could buy for example like the 12 and the 5 and you could power the 5 from uh the uh oh, male really? female power cable that you get with it yeah exactly yeah so it's, it's iec so you get you get like a male female iec cable with the larger two i think um and so yeah you could basically daisy chain off of that and uh yeah i just i think it's i think they look great and power supplies are absolutely the coolest part of any pedal board <laughs> um and i will defend that uh until my dying breath well, there's no pedal board without the power supply, is there? Uh, Naomi, you took the words right out of my mouth, mate. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's that's always been my thing is, you know, Joe and Matt and, you know, all these people that listen to this podcast who are like, oh, power supplies. Oh, they're so boring. Oh, I can't believe Joe likes power supplies. And then they all come crawling back. They all come crawling back and they're like, oh, yeah, I got that power supply that Joe was talking about a couple of months ago. Oh, I'm really sorry. It's so, oh, this has changed my life. And I'm like, listen, you don't need to apologize to me. You just need to apologize to yourself. Is, uh, <laughs> is the profile height the same on all three of them? Uh, I don't oh, know. It's, it's hard to tell actually from the yeah. pictures, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's just because the smaller one's closer that it, it sort of looks a little <laughs> deeper. Those but ones but you, you say they, they, they fit underneath most things, right? So you yeah. can use them. That, that, I think they are because if you look at the writing, there looks to be the same sort of gap between mm. the top of the writing and the top of the power supply on each That's one. Cool. So yeah, I think they are the same profile. I'd yeah. be interested to see what the profile is on on those, just in comparison to like uh, things like when MXR released the 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 latest Mini. one. Yeah, the ice yeah. was it the Isobrick Mini it was the, the Isobrick Mini, yeah. The Isobrick Mini I had, which was which was great and like a wonderful profile and you could fit it underneath like the flat pedal train boards, which yeah. is currently where I have it set up. But the one before that was fantastic when it was on my Friedman board, which is very deep and had lots of space for it. I think the just the DC brick or whatever yeah. it's called. The the one. Yeah, before. the DC brick, yeah. But when I tried to move it to a custom pedal boards board, um, where you put the power supply beneath almost the shelf that comes supplied, and the shelf was too shallow for the um, for the for the brick, and I was like, "Oh, this! I mean, custom pedal boards are quite a conventional, you know, standard brand. It seemed like an odd thing for it not to be able to do. You know, it's not a problem. You just use a slightly different power supply. But I thought it was yeah, odd totally. that MXR hadn't, you know, sorted out that profile issue in in what was something what you know, was quite a standard unit i mean um, in fairness you know if you're talking specifically about the dc brick that came out like 2009 2010 yeah, you know right, so that's yeah. that's the, the, which is probably why the isobrick mini um which obviously is the the power supply where which which was the controversial uh, late runner in Gear of the Year 2019 <laughs> or whatever. This That's the one that people gave me slack for, and that's the one that I've had these apologetic messages about. <laughs> that's fine. I, you know, it's just, you don't need to apologise. It's fine. It's fine because, you know, just, you know, I know I was right. So um, <laughs> I think these are wicked. I, I like, unironically have any time I get the opportunity, I'm talking about these. And uh, we'll do so all the way through until the end of the year. 
Of course he will. Now, that is uh, that is all the time we have this week. Uh, you can, of course, join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitarnets for an entire extra episode every week. You can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At a dollar, you'll get this episode ad-free and early every week. Five dollars will get you access to the Patreon special episode and our entire back catalogue. And ten dollars will get you the lot. Plus, I'll sing my thanks to you at the end of every episode. You can find us on all your favourite social media platforms and join the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Nate Nagel, Stephen Burke, Aaron Sherman, Dave Lee, Jake Gray, Scott Kennedy, Blake Wyland, Christopher